in addition to all the outside the box things that restaurants are doing right now, um, you have to you have to be constantly looking for differentiators. Community involvement, being a good community citizen, that's absolutely something that should be in your playbook if it's not now. And um, and it's a lot easier than people think. What's up, Zach Oates here, author, entrepreneur, and customer relationship guru. Welcome to Give Innovation, growth strategies for restaurants and retailers, where we find industry leaders to share their secrets to grow your business. This podcast is sponsored by Ovation, the actionable guest feedback tool that works on or off premise and is easy, real time, and actually drives revenue. Learn more at OvationUp.com. Welcome to another edition of Give and Ovation. I am joined by Charlie Donaldson, who is the founder and CEO of Donation Scout, which is a platform that makes restaurant fundraisers effortless. Really cool platform. Excited to talk about it today. Now, this guy's a numbers guy. He was a CFO of a 19 location Panera Bread franchisee, uh, and then the Houston area franchisee of Slim Chickens with up to seven locations. Um, and then after that, he started Donation Scout. So first of all, Charlie, thank you for joining us, man. Hey, Zach. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. So talk to us about Donation Scout. What do you guys do? I know you make restaurant fundraisers effortless, but like, what does that mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, the way I think about it is we help restaurants really scale their community fund fundraising program, right? Um, and then I'll talk about some of the pain points on why that's even important. But yeah, I mean, essentially we help restaurants uh, do more events with less hassle, right? And, and, and we know that that drives revenue both directly and indirectly as well. So it's super important all the way around to be able to do as many of those events as you can. So now you, you've got a a money background, right? You were CFO of this 19 location uh, group. And, you know, a, so you, you've seen the books, you've seen the numbers, you ran, you know, seven locations yourself. How does, explain this to me, how does giving away money, right? Which is the nature of a fundraiser, if I'm not mistaken, how does yeah. giving away money make you money? Yeah, great, great question. And it's a really easy answer. It's kind of a two-part answer. Um, one, kind of from both the direct perspective and indirect perspective, uh, the, the, the direct uh, revenue uh, driver is, is, is very simple and intuitive. Every restaurant operator should know their, um, their, their flow through or so their, their marginal uh, profit on every incremental dollar, right? So let's, let's just take um, a basic example. Let's say that number is 60%, right? Mm -hmm. So for the way I think about our fundraiser nights um, is I'm going to add some extra labor, right? Because I want to make sure we've got our best foot forward. Um, it's kind of an all hands on deck, um, you know, um, kind of a, a situation. So I'm going to add some extra labor there. So maybe that's, you know, 10 points labor. Um, so that's going to leave me with, you know, a 50% margin on these nights. Now, depending on what my percentage giveaway is, we typically donated 20%, you know, of, of sales that are driven just by that organization, that's going to leave me with 30%, right? And so, you know, that's an incremental, um, you know, net, net profit flow through that I'm going to see for these events. So it's really marketing that, that pays you and we can quantify that. I think the bigger opportunity from a revenue driver perspective is all the indirect things that come, with, come along with being a, a good community citizen, right? Mm -hmm. So you're, you're increasing your stature as a fundraiser friendly restaurant in the community. Um, you're building brand champions, right? And so we, we want to turn you know, those, those feet that come in, in the door for those community fundraiser events, we want to turn them into long-term, you know, believers in, in our restaurant concept and see that incremental 
you know, revenue, you know, um, you know, that that's a, that's a res direct result of that particular individual um, fundraiser event in the future. Totally. And we just had a uh, CJ Ramirez, the EVP marketing director at Doghouse and Absolute Brands on the podcast. And that's what he said as well, in terms of get involved in your community, make sure that your community wants to see you win because they're the people that are going to, you know, help you grow and build your brand. I, I love that, that concept and bringing in new people into the door. So as you're bringing in new people, what do you recommend? How do you make that successful? How do you really make sure that a fundraiser isn't just, um, you know, cause isn't just an overhead because right. You, you're going to bring on more people, but what happens if you don't get the right amount of people to come to make it worthwhile? And then how do you get those people back? So it's not just a one-time thing, right? Cause I feel like those are like the two real ways that that's the risk and that's the benefit, right? Um, so what do you recommend to people as they're looking at the risks and benefits of fundraisers and how to make that successful? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there, you're always going to have a, um, you know, an occasional event that the fundraising organization was, you know, overly optimistic on the amount of traffic that would come in. Um, and that, that's just kind of the nature of the beast. Um, I think with, uh, with good planning and good heads up, um, you can mitigate a lot of that, right. With, you know, with providing um, as a restaurant, you know, doing everything you can to provide that organization with the tools to, 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 uh, to have a successful event, whether that's, you know, marketing materials, best practices, rules of the road, things like that. You know, it's an opportunity for you to, to, uh, you know, to train and coach these organizations on how to do a, how to do an event and how to do it well, right? It's in both of your interests to have a successful event. And so I think that's, it's a lot easier said than done. The that's other, probably one of the big reasons why a lot of people don't, haven't done this right is because it hasn't uh it's it's not it's not a guarantee and maybe they feel like oh well i'm not an expert on fundraiser events and getting the word out there so i don't want to do this but what you're saying is you put the effort in once you build that plan and you help them out or you use a company like donation scout that has it done for you right <laughs> that's right that's right okay so problem number two uh, number one is marketing the event. Number two is the fact that, you know, how do you get these people back? Yeah, so that's the that's the exciting part. And one one of the unique advantages of you know these community fundraiser events is um, is we we know these we know this traffic is coming and we know when it's coming. So restaurants have a unique opportunity to staff up and put all put their best foot forward for those opportunities. And, and really, you know, make a good impression, not just on, you know, the folks that already know you, but the new ones as well. Um, when we, when we would host fundraiser events, I would try and, and, and attend as many as I could. So I'm working the register, I'm making table visits, I'm, you know, trying to be out there. So it's a good opportunity for me as an owner to be there. Um, and I know when, you know, a certain part of the community is going to be there. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's just a, a, a very good opportunity to make a great impression. So why do you feel like, I mean, are there any other reasons outside of those two that people don't do these fundraiser events? Yeah. I mean, uh, it is, there is a, a hassle factor or administrative burden that goes along with doing these community fundraiser events. So if you're a restaurant um, operator, 
you're going to be managing these at the store level, or, or maybe you're a larger group. So you've got an above store, local store marketing person, but either way, you're going to be working with these volunteers um, who are all well-intentioned. They want to do good for their PTO or church or whomever, but they've got a lot of other stuff going on. So scheduling these events and managing them manually through email and text is just a whip. And I know that from experience, because that's the way we started with some chickens. Yeah. That's so actually- what- yeah, so talk to us about because this this idea of donation, Scott, was birthed out of your you know pains of this the, the labor that I hate to say like birthed and labor in the same sentence, but like you you put a lot of work into building something uh, manually and you got frustrated with it, so you built Donation Scout. What were some of those frustrations that you found in in uh, doing these events? Yeah. Yeah. Well, full disclosure, it was, it was myself and my, my wife um, on the slim chicken side. She was, she was responsible for running our community fundraiser program. So we kind of felt that pain together, but yeah, I mean, just, you know, the, the scheduling back, the continuous back and forth, the balls dropped the, you know, the special requests, um, these, you know, one-off, you know, marketing flyer uh, flyers that we would have to create internally um, the, you know, who's on the same page, who said what to home kind of thing. Um, so all those things were a pain point. And when I, um, so when I, I basically made it a strat or a strategic goal of ours to forex the number of community events that we did in the following year, um, you know, my wife basically lost it. She's like, there's no way we're going to be able to scale this during our current process. So that's when I reached out to a longtime friend of mine, who's a brilliant uh, developer, and we developed uh, Donation Scout kind of as a one-off tool for us to solve the problem we had. It turned out to be such a, um, a world-class piece of software. We decided to make a company out of it. And so that's, that's kind of crazy. The, uh, how it came about. So so ha- has this actually worked for you? Like, I don't know if you're comfortable giving us some real numbers here, but I'd be curious to know. So of what you uh, got from the fundraisers, how how was it profitable? How profitable was it? Like, was it? was it really good for you? Like, did it, did it help you grow? Yeah, no. And so, yeah, I mean, to answer your question, look, we, we did see incremental revenue on these events, right? So uh, I'll give you, I'll give you a great example that, that shows both a direct and indirect, mm-hmm. um, you know, monetization or revenue driver. So one of the very first events that we did with some chickens was with a, with a high school band, a local area high school band. Um, by the way, if you have an opportunity to, to market to, you know, school bands, exact, you know, uh, specifically, do it if you're a restaurant. Um, so that first fundraiser event generated about a thousand dollars in sales, right? So the flow through on that. So let, let's say we made you know 250 bucks on that because the flow through was we'll call it 25 25% give or okay. take. Mm-hmm. Um, so so that that's marketing that that paid us, right? When does when does that happen when you can qualify the ROI right there? Yeah. So that's yeah. that's check number one. The second thing is two weeks later, we got a catering order for that same band for $3,000 for a pregame meal, right? So there's all these synergies, all these fundraising organizations, like there's ton of, whether it's churches, PTOs, little leagues, you know, whomever, um, they're great fundraiser uh, customers and, 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 and clients, but they're, they're phenomenal catering clients as well. So there's a tremendous amount of synergies. And that's when I think about the, in, the indirect revenue drivers as that result from being a, commu- a good community citizen um, are, are endless. So, yeah. yeah, because they're, they're already doing these catering events. The question isn't, are we going to, are we going to spend this money? They have a budgeted. The question is with whom are they going to spend the money? And right. if they've built this great relationship with you, then 
you know, all the more likely of them to to spend money with you guys. So on that night of the fundraiser, you did you make more money, less money, or about the same as you would have on a non-fundraiser night? More money, no doubt. No doubt. And so what we typically, and I think this, and look, we're, we're not, we, we didn't invent the, the fundraiser nights. They've been, go, they've been, they've been around forever. Right. Um, so I think on, on that case, you know, really standard protocol is you'll typically offer a fundraiser night on your slower nights. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we would offer them on Monday through Thursday. And, and I, I, don't, I don't know which night of the week this was particularly, it was, it was a while ago, but, um, but yeah, I mean, we, you know, from a sales perspective, we, we, drew we we drove an, an incremental thousand dollars in sales now obviously oh you're talking about an incremental thousand dollars sorry i thought you meant like a total thousand dollars i was like oh okay that's cool that no incre- but like incremental so an additional thousand dollars just from this event that's right yeah that's great so, yeah what you know why wouldn't you do these every single night of the week if you could if you could drive an incremental you know thousand dollars of sales i will tell you in the so in the short time that donation scout has been live we facilitated uh, over 500 events. Um, our average sales that come, that have flown through donations is about $500. So the incremental sales for these fundraiser nights that we've that we've seen is about $500. And I know that just from doing fundraisers on my own, that's that's generally about right. We saw in between $450, $450 to $500 in in average sales. So now, someone who maybe hasn't done a fundraiser event before. Are you giving away a percentage of all of the sales for that night? Or are you giving away just a percentage of people that say, I'm here with Donation Scout? That's right. Yeah. And, and, and really not with Donation Scout, but they're they're representing their respect. That's true. I'm, I'm here with this church, I'm, this group, this band. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Now, tip, the typical uh, case is, is just sales that are driven in by that organization, school, church, whatever. Um, they'll come with, you know, They'll say, "Hey, I'm with this organization," and and really, depending on the operator, um, they restaurants hand, will handle it differently. They'll either, you know, ask for receipts, or they'll have a button on the POS that'll tag that order as a fundraiser. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. with Donation Scout, you know, we actually give our uh, the fundraising uh, organizations a marketing flyer that's branded with that restaurant with a QR code, so they actually can do online orders that are tracked as fundraiser orders. Well, so this kind of contactless. Uh, fundraiser nights can be had um, virtually. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. 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 Because obviously, you know, as everyone is adapting, fundraising needs to adapt. And this concept of, oh, well, shoot, now I can't do fundraisers because it's, you know, it's uh, nobody's going to come into the restaurant. I've got a cap of 25%, whatever it is. Um, You can still do it virtually. And I think that's, that's a great idea, Charlie. Um, so how do you recommend getting these bands, these churches, you know, uh, these high schools, these groups, how do you get them to know about these fundraiser opportunities? Yeah. So that, that's the, so that's a part of, you know, local store marketing, um, guerrilla marketing that, that, you know, your restaurant should be doing right. Your general managers, your, your, your staff, they should, if, if they're not already, they should be getting in the community and, um, and talking to, you know, the, the six, five or six schools in their, you know, three mile radius, the churches. Right. Um, and, and, and so, you know, it's going to these organizations, not as a, Hey, we let us do a catering or let us, you know, let us sell you, you know, for whatever the case may be, you're going with an offer to help them out. Hey, and it, so it's the easiest sell ever. Right. Yeah. And so, 
you know, for your, for your general managers that, you know, they're, they're back of the house people, right. They're, um, they're, you know, they're, 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 they may not be your, um, your stars in terms of, uh, you know, guest experience and table touches and things like that. This is something that can get them out of their box and get them out in the community with a super easy sell and something that, you know, you could see some growth in terms of, you know, their ability to be a community leader, which, you know, when I think about, you know, the restaurant space, and this is not something new, but, you know, it's, it's all about differentiators, right? I mean, yeah. you got to differentiate your product. Um, you have a differentiate, you know, from a service and guest experience perspective, and it's got to be consistent and perfect. And so, you know, in, in, in addition to all the outside the box things that restaurants are doing right now, um, you have to, you have to be constantly looking for differentiators, community involvement, being a good community citizen. That's absolutely something that should be in your playbook if it's not now. And, um, and it's a lot easier than people think. Yeah. I was talking with someone the other day and they were showing me their playbook for, you know, they, they have consulted with incredible brands, huge brands. And they put together this playbook of what you need to do to start a restaurant. And there were 10 steps. And you know what the 10th step was? What kind of food you're going to serve? <laughs> Everything above that was who, who is your guest? Uh, what do you want them to feel? How do you get involved in the community? All of these things are foundational to your success as a restaurant and to make sure that you have the right, the right uh, tools and processes in place to really thrive. And, you know, the food is an important part of it. You can't leave it off, but it's just, you can't, you no longer have the opportunity to just lead with a food and hope that everyone like loves it and comes back. You have to have these processes. And I think that what, what you're talking about here is doing the fundraiser is, is one of these great processes to really get involved and ingrained in your local community. Cause they're going to be the ones that are going to decide if you're going to win or not. Right. That's exactly right. Yeah. You want to be in the communities you serve and, and be in there in a big way because you support them. They're going to, they, they, they have to support you. Right. I mean, it, it is, it is just one of those things where, you know, you have to be seen in your community and, yeah. and especially in, in, in it, you know, it, it varies from market to market, but if you're in a, a city like Houston, Texas, right. Where there's a restaurant every hundred feet and people don't, you know, they don't give you second chances because there's so many opportunities, right? It's great to be a customer, right? Because there's so many, so many options, but it's very difficult to be an operator successfully. You have to be, you have to be an outside the box thinker and, yeah. and, and you absolutely, absolutely have to be in your community. I love that. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a, it's an eater's market out there. Um, any, any last words of advice for our listeners? Yeah, so I, I would just say, look, if you're, if you're not doing these fundraiser events, or you're not doing as many as you want. There, there is an op, there is a, there are alternatives, right? Um, you know, we have a good op, you know a, a good software solution that streamlines that entire process in Donation Scout. Um, but yeah, more than that, just do these events. Um, you know, start you know start with a goal of doing one a month. Um, I, I I think I think there are enough you know enough fundraiser types out there where no matter if you're in a large a metro area or rural area, you can do at least one a week. Um, you know, I think our, our goal was to, which was to try and do two a week. Um, and that's, that's absolutely possible. And, um, and it's, and it's not something that should be looked at as a burden um, because they're, like I said, there are all alternatives to streamline that process and, and make it, make it an afterthought. Awesome. Charlie, here are my takeaways. Number one, 
you can make money with fundraisers. There are good ways to make money. Number two, be involved in your community. That should be foundational to, to every restaurant. Number three, get, you know, uh, think about the issues you may face in advance, get marketing materials as well as, you know, uh, staff up to get, to put your best foot forward, to bring people back in. Uh, number four, get out and tell local groups that are in your community that you guys are a way to help, right? Reframe what it is. It's not a sales tactic. This is an opportunity for them to make money, uh, by just inviting people to eat dinner. Um, and then five, I, I love what you said, set a goal, figure out a goal. And I want to challenge everyone in the next month, right? Set a goal for in one month from now to have a fundraiser event. Uh, you'll go through a lot of the pain, a lot of the painful processes that are involved in that. And at the end of the day, uh, give Donation Scout a check because a lot of those processes, like I said, it, they, they make that whole process of fundraising at restaurants effortless. Love what you're doing. Charlie, how do people find you, follow you, and Donation Scout? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. It's Charlie Donaldson, Charlie spelled EY, or just shoot me an email at charlie at donationscout.com. Love to connect. Okay, awesome. Well, Charlie, for helping us see that making money can feel so good, today's ovation goes to you, my man. Thank you for joining us. All right, thank you, Zach. Glad you're with us today, and thank you. Thank you to the risk takers, the troublemakers, the crazies who are keeping this world clothed and fed. You're the ones who deserve an ovation. Again, this podcast was sponsored by Ovation. To see how we can help you grow your business, go to OvationUp.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And as always, remember to give someone in your life an ovation today.